Shalom, Abrahul of the Mesechus, Bobo Kamad of Lamad Zion. Today's daft discusses if an animal is a muad, is it automatically a muad for all categories that it would go, or only that category? We discuss uh, whether someone who's an animal that's muad la adam is automatically kavachalim or a muad la behema. We discuss a muad say rugin, that every other alternating muads, and we discuss various goring patterns. That would or wouldn't make an animal a muad. And we begin the sugya of a shor shell hectish goring and being gored. We begin with the bush that tells us that if an ox is a muad for other oxen, it gores oxen. So it's not a muad for non oxen. If it's muad for adam and not for animals, or for katanim, not gedolim, it only gores calves. It's only muad for those animals, and it'll pay nezek shalom for those. And other animals, it'll be chayv nezek chatsi nezek as a tam. Asked of Yehuda, can an animal be a muad for Shabbos and not for weekdays? He said, sure. On Shabbos, it'll be chayv nezek shalom, and during the week, it'll be chayv chatsi nezek. It'll only become a tam after three Shabbos and pass without a goring. Toysus points out that people dress differently on Shabbos, so that can rile up an animal. Rashi says that it's not working, so it has more energy. The Rogachover uh, once advised a woman whose child wasn't nursing on Shabbos to put on Shabbos clothing. That solved the problem. People look different on Shabbos. We begin the Gemara. It tells us there was Vid says. We have a Machlick, there was Vid and a Papa. Whether when an animal is a muad for one category, it's automatically muad for other animals, unless there's an exception. So Vid says that Armisha says ve enoi muad. Papa says it means it means to say enoi muad. Vid is saying ve enoi muad because if it's normally muad for if it's muad for one creature, it's stam a muad for everything. So Armisha was saying, oh no, this case. It was muad for oxen, but not muad for other ones. Otherwise, we would assume that it's muad for other animals. If Papa learns, no, muad for oxen, you're just muad for oxen. Both of Zvid and Rav Papa learn from our Mishnah, the Medayik. There she does. Zvid is Medayik from the Seifa, because it says, muad le katana and muad le gedoylem. Now, what's the Chiddush over here? If you hold that normally if an animal is a muad, it's a muad across the board. So then, yeah, you have a chiddush. That even if the animal is a muad on ketanim, it'll even be muad for gedolim, for big animals. But if, like her papa, that an animal is only muad for what it's goring. So the mission is telling us that it's not a muad. So what's the chiddush? If it's not, if the animal's not going to be a muad for other ketanim, other animals, ketanim from to gedolim, kavachomer is not going to be a muad. So Papa would would respond to Rebbe's diok saying that it's still a chiddush ketanim to gedolim because I may think that once the animal chooses a type of animal to gore, it gores oxen. So then it won't make a difference whether it's young or old. It'll be moored across the board. Come mashmalon. Then not just because it's moored for this one. Doesn't mean it'll be moored for another sized animal. Rev Papa, he learns that an animal is only moored for what it's goring. He's medaik that from the ratio. Where the Mishnah says, Aren't your Papa? Makes sense. 
Normally, you're not muad for behemoths if, you, if, if the animal's only growing people. But Kamash Malan, that even from Odom to Behema, that muad wouldn't transfer. You think that it's crazy. This animal's growing people. Of course, it'll grow animals. Not necessarily. But what's the Mishnah telling us according to Shabbos Vid? He says that Stam, if it's muad a little bit, it's muad everywhere. So now, from a Behema to a Behema, the muad ness of this animal will spread. From an Odom to Behema, of course it's going to spread. If it's goring people, of course it's going to gore animals. Vizved would respond that the Rachel wasn't talking about becoming muad, it was talking about becoming ois muad, retracting its muad status, going back to being a tam. For example, the animal is a muad, it gores people three times, and it's a muad for animal, gored three animals as well, so it's definitely a muad across the board in both categories. And then it meets three behemoths and doesn't gore them. So I might think that, oh, so now it's now that it hasn't gored animals, it's a tom for animals, but it's still a muad for people, kamash malon, that it can lose part of its muad status. Just because it's still a muad for people, right? We haven't seen it walking by people without goring them, but it still will, will be paying chatzin for the behemoth. And it's only going to be a half muad now. When an animal becomes a muad, then all the categories are linked. According to Bisvid, you're Bisvid here. If you're a muad here, you're a muad everywhere. But when reversing a muad status, now you could do one category at a time. Now the Gemara asks, we have a sheet of Sumchis who holds that if an animal is a muad for goring people, it's automatically, it's going to be a muad for goring animals. Because if an animal has a mazel, it has das, a uh, person has, has mazel and das, and if, and if the animal is goring the adam, it's going to go gore other animals. So it sounds like Tanakama holds. Like Rev Papa, ain't no muad. Irvus Vid would answer the same thing. He would say that Tzumchus is not talking about becoming muad. He's talking about becoming a tam from being a muad, retracting. And he's telling Tanakama, who says that you can uproot the chazara of a behemoth, meaning you can that the, the an animal who's a muad to behemoth can lose that status whilst re- retaining its status as, as a muad. The other he says, no, 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 no. If this animal is still goring people, it's going to gore animals as well. It's still going to be a muad, la behema, even though it passed by three animals and it didn't gore. If this animal is still goring people, it's a muad across the board. Aravashi says that they told Rav Yehuda, we said this in our Mishnah, that you could be muad for Shabbos and not weekday. And he says, sure, hope he nezik shalom on Shabbos and chatzin nezik during the week. But if you hold like Rav Zvid, muad, then an animal is a muad across the board if he's a muad at all. So according to this vid, this may, this, it's a logical question and a normal answer. Makes sense. They're asking, can Shabbos be an exception that Muad wouldn't make the rest of the animal a Muad for every creature that it encounters? But according to her papa, who says that Muad just doesn't spread, what's the kasha? What's the teretz? They're just telling him a statement? Raviana also brings a, a duke from the Rasha. But we say that whatever this animal is a muad on pays nezek shalom or whatever he's not a muad on he'll only pay chansi nezek. If you hold that it normally spreads like Rebbe's vid, then our Mishnah is talking 
in a way that makes sense. But if you hold that, like of Papa, ain't no more, that it doesn't spread, then the Mishnah should have stopped right there. What was it saying? What's the Chiddush? You only pay Nezek Shalem according to your Papa on the things that you are a moron. This is old news according to your Papa. We could try to back up Reb Papa by saying, if you have a shore that gores a donkey, an ox, and a camel, it'll be a muad on all of them. That could be the Chiddush of the Mishnah. Then Rukh Yosef learns it'll be a muad on all animals. Well, the Rambam others learn that it'll only be muad on all three of these creatures. Next, the Gemara tells us that if the ox see, if we see that an ox gores, an ox. And then it sees another one and it doesn't gore. Again it gores and then it doesn't gore. Fifth ox it gores, sixth ox it doesn't gore. So now this animal is a muad for every other animal that it encounters. It'll be a nezek shalom, chatzin nezek, nezek shalom, chatzin nezek. As a muados lesayrugin. The next Gemara tells us that if the, if the ox gores a donkey, then it sees a horse and doesn't gore it. It gores a camel, but then doesn't gore a fared, a mustang. It gores a chamor habor, an orud, a type of donkey. So all of these animals, he, he will be muad l'seirugin on. He gores every other time in all these creatures. Now the Gemara has a series of questions that we don't have answers to. Um, various patterns of goring. If we have an ox first, who gores three oxen, is more than oxen. Then he gores a donkey and then a camel. So five animals. The first three are oxen. So that third ox that he gores is that the third of the shar? So he's shar 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 more on sharim, but not on donkeys and camels. Or is it the first of the shar hamar gomel, and it's going to be more than all animals? In the second case, you have a ox, an ox that gores a donkey camel, and then three oxen. Same question. That third shar is it the third of the chamor and gomel, or is it the first of the third of the three sharim? What's it more on the three animals, or just on the three sharim? Third case: if it gores on a Shabbos, a Shabbos, a Shabbos, and then a Sunday and Monday. So that third Shabbos is it the third of the Shabbosim, or is it the first of Shabbos Sunday Monday, and it will be a muad? Throughout the week as well, not just on Shabbosim. And similarly, if it gores on a Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, and then another two Shabbosim later, are those three Shabbosim making it a mood on Shabbos? Or is the Thursday, Friday, Shabbos making a mood on every day of the week? The Gemara leaves this at the Teiku and the Ramam Paskins that it's Chantin Nezek, unless the Nezek is actually Toy's face, in which case we're not going to be Mako by moment. The Gemara now tells us if, a, if, a, if an ox gores on the 15th of the month and then next month on the 16th and the next month on the 17th we have a Machlekes Rav and Shmuel similar Machlekes we have by Nida by establishing a vest where we with the, the Machlekes was where we see on the 15th of the month the 16th of the month, month and 17th of the month where Rav says the woman has a vest Kavua and then the next month she'll be Choshesh for 18th. Shmuel says you need three months Bedilog. You'll need a fourth month with her saying on the 18th. Now Rava says, uh, an interesting case. If an ox hears a horn blow and then it gores. And he does this three times. Every time, he, for three times he hears, it, he hears a horn blow and he gores. So is he a muad for 
horns that the he'll pay nezek shalim if the uh, owner wasn't watching him carefully near any horns. So the Gemara says, yeah, it'll be more at four shoifaras. The Chiddush is that maybe the first one shouldn't count because the first one was just shocking. So that wasn't really him goring. That was just him going out of his mind. So maybe you would need a fourth one. So you have three of him responding to a horn blast and not just being shaken up by a kamash malon that the animal is a muad, including the first shoifar that he hears. We'll begin the next mission. The mission says... That if a Jewish ox gore is a shor of hektish or vice versa, they're potter. A shor of hektish is not in the parsha of Nizokin, the Pasuk says shor reyehu, and that excludes the shor of hektish. Hektish isn't your, re- your uh, friend. If a Jewish shor gore is a Kanani shor, he's potter. If a Kanani shor gore is a Jewish shor, whether the animal is a Tam or a Muad, that Kanani has to pay Nezek Sholem. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.